You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 27 with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome to 2020. It's January 3rd, 2020. And I thought, what better way to start this new year than to talk about some New Year's resolutions. I normally do not really make any resolutions just for New Year's. I kind of make resolutions every day and every month. It's a new day and a new month every time. So um, you should just keep refreshing your goals and keep thinking of new things that you want to do rather than just in the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. And then I know a lot of people end up feeling like uh, failure if they're not keeping up with their goals that they made for New Year's. And then those goals get put off for the following year. Um, so try to avoid that. Just make every day a new day and every month a new month. And just feel blessed that we are getting each day and uh, keep making new goals for yourself. That's it. It is important to reflect back on a certain period and see what you've been able to accomplish and what the best investment was for that time. For me, the best investment that I made for 2019 was learning to manage my own emotions. This has really turned my whole life around. Once you're able to manage your emotions and be able to recognize, first of all, how you're feeling, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling happy, if you're feeling upset, if you're feeling anger, just being able to recognize those feelings and then thinking about where those feelings might be coming from and just being able to sit with that feeling without reacting, such as yelling back, screaming back, going on a shopping spree and buying a lot of stuff, or eating, that's what I used to do, just stuff my mouth with food, and that was my way of dealing with emotions. And once I stopped doing that, once I stopped eating, a whole new world opened up to me. It, it was just amazing to know the potential that I had and what I can accomplish in a given day or in a given amount of time once I was not eating all the time. So it, it was a perpetual cycle for me that you feel sad, you feel happy, you eat, then you feel guilty about the eating. And then because you're feeling guilty about the eating, you go back to the eating. And it's just the cycle would just continue. So just learning to deal with that has been amazing. And no, I have not fully successfully accomplished all of it. It's a daily work. I have to think about this all the time when I'm trying to eat or when I'm trying to make any decisions. It's um, it's an ongoing process, but the process in itself is amazing. So I am so glad that I invested in myself by reading different books, by listening to different podcasts on emotional well-being, and I was able to I don't want to say accomplished, but I was able to get to a point where I am where I am today. And I still have a lot of work to do. Um, and I recognize that and I'm okay with that. 
And there's a video I have on YouTube on this, on the model that I learned. So if you want, if you're interested, please go there and watch that. Um, so that really helped me with my eating, with my weight. And then because I was feeling better from that perspective, it opened up another um, avenue for me to work on my finances and my relationships and everything else just started following the first step. So my biggest suggestion to you for the following year would be to invest in yourself and learn to recognize your emotions, learn to recognize why you're having those emotions, and then learn to sit with those emotions without doing other things like eating and shopping and all those things. The second piece of advice I would have is read, study, listen to podcasts, listen to whatever method works for you to learn about finances. So for me, podcasts work the best because I am able to listen when I am driving around wherever I'm going. I ha I'll put on a podcast and listen to an episode. It was hard for me to read because of my young kids being around. So I had been also listening to books on uh, Audible. And then there's another free app through Hoopla where you can get uh, free books through your library. So that was also helpful. And for me, I am able to listen at a, at a faster speed. So usually I listen to podcasts and other things at 1.5 or 1.75 speed, depending on who is uh, talking. Some people talk fast. So then I would slow down. But um, that's why I got hooked on podcasts. And that's why I got hooked on Audible books, because I didn't have time to just sit and read, even though I love doing that. So whenever I have time for myself, I just go to Starbucks and read a book. That's my favorite thing to do in the whole world. So I would recommend that you pick up a book or multiple books this year and read about how to invest and how to manage money and how to budget. One of the books that I definitely recommend that you should um, read is The Boggleheads Guide to Investing. It's an amazing book. And uh, there are a lot of other books that I have listed on my website that I definitely recommend that you read for next year. Books do open up a new world for you. And even reading novel, even reading something uh, that's a story-like story nonfiction, a lot of times those things have huge lessons for us to learn as well. Like The Alchemist is an amazing book, one of my favorite books of all time. I love it. So I definitely recommend reading that too. The other thing I recommend that we start doing is tracking your spending. This is so important. I've spoken about it multiple times before and I emphasize it again. Knowing where your money is going is just super important. And you will learn how to manage your money better once you see where you are spending your money at the end of the month or at the end of the week. So just track where your money is going. You can do this for free on any of the spreadsheets, Microsoft spreadsheet. Google has free spreadsheets now or documents. I use Google because it just auto saves everything into my drive. And you just track spending for each week, each month and see where your money is going. You can also use apps. Uh, Mint is free. You hook up your credit cards and your debit cards to that app and it automatically uploads everything. 
And when it recognizes a category such as getting gas or food, it creates a chart for you to tell you which area you are spending your money in. So definitely recommend tracking your spending. This is the most important financial step that you'll make for yourself. Another thing you should do is calculate your net worth. You should try to do this every four months or every six months or even at the end of the year, but it gives you a snapshot of your finances. And um, I've been doing it almost monthly now because I am eliminating my student debt and it feels so good to see my positive net worth and um, the debt going down. But you can do it every four months or every six months or whatever works for you. And that's super easy to do. It's basically your assets, which is all the positive things you own. So all the cash sitting in your account, any sort of investments you have. And uh, then you deduct or minus your liabilities from that. So any sort of credit card debt you have, any student loans you have, any mortgage you have. You would subtract that from your assets and that's your net worth. And it may be negative, especially if you're a physician and you've gone to medical school. And if you have a high amount of debt, a high amount of student loans still outstanding, it might be negative and that's okay. But you just need to be aware and know where you are. My net worth was negative for last three, four years. And I'm so glad that I've been able to turn it positive over the last year. And I did add a calculator for net, net worth on my website. So you can go and visit that and uh, put in your numbers and see where you stand right now. Another thing that is a must is just learning to pay yourself first. This is very important. Just start saving. Pay yourself first. Recognize that you do deserve the hard money that you are working for. You are paying the government first. The government takes all the taxes from your money before you even see it. And then you are paying other people for utilities, for other things. And we don't pay ourselves at all. So you really need to recognize that and start paying yourself first. You can start a very small number, even if it's a 1%, even if it's a 2% of your income. The more you do it, the better. For people with high incomes, you should be saving at least half of your income, if not more. So start learning to pay yourself first and saving. There are months when I'm not able to save as much as I want to, but that habit is so instilled in me that I just have to make some sort of contribution toward my investment account. So even if it's just a couple of hundred dollars a month, I still make that effort and put those dollars away because it's just a habit that I've gone into and it's just, it's a very good habit to get into. So learn to pay yourself first and save. Once you know your net worth, you will know where your debt is. So you may have credit card debt, you may have mortgage, you, you may have student loan debt, you may own somebody money. Another plan that I want you to make is a plan to pay off your debt or eliminate it as much as you can over the next year. Make a goal in your head first. Tell yourself where you want to be in regards to debt at the end of this year. My goal is to be un under six figures for my student loans. I started at 450 
and I've been able to pay a lot of it off, but my goal by the next year is to be under $100,000 uh, for my student loans. My goal would be obviously to eliminate it completely, but just a realistic goal is to bring it down uh, under 100K by the end of this year. So make that calculation. What is your interest rate? How much will you have to pay towards that loan each month to eliminate it or to bring it down to the goal that you want it to be at? Our goals are to be debt free very, very soon. Another thing would be the money that you are saving, learn to invest that money. There are so many, so many ways of investing now. You can invest in the stock market, you can invest in the real estate, you can invest in yourself if you want to get a certain degree or another education. You may want to start a business, learning to trust yourself and starting a business and invest in that. There's a lot of ways of investing your money go back and listen to the earlier episodes on investing and different ways of investing and learn to let your money grow. Just saving does not help. Money sitting in cash at home loses value. There is inflation over time and your money, your dollar that you have today will be worth way less in a year, in two years, in 10 years. So learn to let your money work for you instead of you working for your money. So learning to invest is super important. And um, and you can learn through, there are so many blogs out, out there. There are so many podcasts out there. There are so many books out there. The knowledge, we have so much knowledge these days at the tip of our hands. And I think that's kind of going against us as well because we are able to look up information at any time but then we are not implementing it because we just tell ourselves that we have time and that we could do this later and we could look this up later so just make a plan pick something that you want to invest in pick a mutual fund pick anything and just do it just start doing it take an action Another resolution that we all should have is to look at our wills again and any sort of asset allocation that we may have worked on before, any sort of trust funds, and uh, look, at, look at them again and see if they are still good. So if you have any sort of asset, you should have a will, and uh, that's Islamic, Islamically obligatory as well. Uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast on uh, making wills. But also looking back at them and see if everything is still what it should be. If you still want the same people to take care of your kids. If you want the same people to be responsible for your finances. And how, if anything has changed and what you may want to um, rewrite or redo for your wills. W one other thing that I probably did not mention before is having... Um, an emergency binder or a folder where you write all the instructions. So you write all the accounts you have. You can write any sort of life insurance policy you have, any sort of pension accounts you may have, what investment accounts you have, and um, their usernames, passwords, um, all the bank accounts you have, and uh, how 
you would want them to be accessed by your spouse or by your significant other or whoever person who's going to be responsible for that. So in case of our death, they are able to easily locate our accounts and get access to everything that they may need to. So that's an important step to take as well. We should be thinking about our death at least daily or it can happen anytime. So that's something to keep in mind as well. And I have to do this still. So I have to remind myself to do that as well. And I'll let you guys know when I get to it. And uh, another, so this these are basically the big financial goals. But of course, the most important thing is investing in yourself for your health. Are you eating better? Are you sleeping better? Are you giving yourself the time that you need? Or do you have time to exercise? Money gets us all these things to take care of ourselves and our families. So we love money and we want to have money. Money is not evil. But at the same time, the most important things are what money buys us. So the money buys us time to spend with our kids. The money buys us time to spend with ourselves and um, to buy gym memberships and do other things. So we definitely do not want to forget the most important or the end point of having money. So my goals for myself are the top priority is spiritual goals. I want to become regular at my prayers. And I want to learn the Quran again with the tafsir and with a deeper understanding. Uh, when I was young, I was uh, taught basically to just memorize and just to read Arabic, but never really uh, to understand it. So I want to get that deeper understanding. And other goals for myself are to go to gym at least two, three, if not four times per week. And meditation is something that's on my list, top priority. I need to meditate at least a couple of times per week. And I don't do long meditations. I'm only able to do maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes the most. And But that just helps me clear my head so much. And I like to go outside to do my meditation because uh, I work from home and then my kids are usually at home. So I like to be away from the distraction and just go outside in a park or somewhere. And that's one thing that's been limiting me because of the winter that you're not always able to go outside depending on the weather. So I haven't been able to do it as much during this time. And then continue to eat right. I am so afraid of going back into my old habits. So my goal is to keep reinforcing and telling myself why I made the choice to be as much sugar-free and as much flour-free as possible and to drink water and to sleep. So I have to remind myself to inv invest in me with all those things. And relationships, of course. So for my kids, we need playtime and I have to think of games that we want to play together. So for us, we love Jenga right now and my kids, mashallah, are so good at it. They, they play very well with us and usually they beat my husband and I. 
And then right now, I just started learning chess with my daughter. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. And I was just not able to get to it. And uh, now I found this game. It's called Story of Chess. And you learn to play chess through stories. And it's working so far. We know that the king can move in any direction, but he can only move one step at a time. And today we just learned that the pawns can only go forward and uh, only can go diagonally to capture another pawn. So we are on chapter three today, and that's very exciting. And I still have to decide for my daughter about school, whether we're sending her to school next year and where. So that's still a big dilemma in my head, and it just keeps going through my head. And um, so that's something that I need to figure out. And then with my husband, we have to plan our date nights. Where are we going to do? Uh, where are we going to go? I think we're gonna learn how to dance this year. Sal there's salsa classes and bachata. I'm not even sure how that's pronounced, but they have those classes near us in Englewood. So we have to try to make um, an effort or try to go and do learn that this year. And what else? Yeah, finances, you know, the daily spending, budget, net worth, taxes, all that stuff. And I think that's it. I have then I have goals for like my work, you know, what kind of CMEs I need to do. Um, then I have my self-development goals. And obviously, I have a lot of goals for this podcast and uh, the next the other things that are planned, I am planning to launch a course. It's going to be a comprehensive financial course, and I have already started working on it, and I have the outline already done, and I hope to release it by the third week of January. So around Jan I think it'll probably be January 24th. And so far, it will be six modules. It'll be eight-week-long course. So there'll be two weeks when there won't be any uh, course, but there'll be other assignments to do. And I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited to see where I can take wealthy Muslim women to. And in the future, I have even bigger plans. I want us to have gatherings and meet each other and invite people, invite lawyers, invite accountants and white other people who can, the experts in the fields who can really teach us about finances. So I have huge goals for wealthy Muslim women as well. So very excited for this year. And uh, I cannot wait to share with you where I've gotten at the end of this year. Bye. Okay, inshallah, I hope that was helpful and I hope you are able to set your financial goals for the next year. Do share what you decide to do and please subscribe and rate the podcast if you are loving it and share with your friends. Thank you. I'm so grateful and honored to be able to speak with you and that you are investing your time with me. Time is the most valuable asset there is and you've decided to give me some of your time during your week and I'm very honored for that. All right. Thank you. Inshallah. Until next time. Bye.